This is the Berman Method Podcast featuring Dr. Jake Berman and physician assistant Jenny Berman. We are here to treat problems and not symptoms. Disclaimer, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and not to treat anyone or to give medical advice. If you are interested in any information that we are giving and would like to use this for yourself, we recommend that you contact your primary care physician or reach out to us and ask us questions about yourself specifically. Enjoy. And we're rolling with the Berman Method podcast, where we are focused on treating problems and not symptoms. My name is Dr. Jake Berman. I am rolling solo today. Jenny has Stella at swim lessons again. Stella's swimming like a fish. It's been absolutely amazing watching her evolve over the past year of swim lessons because I believe we started her in swim lessons just after she started crawling. So she's been going to swim lessons for a while now or or in phases. She's doing the ISR swim lessons where they pretty much just throw them in there and let them figure it out. It's one of the most terrifying things that you've ever witnessed as a parent. But at the same time, it's one of the most... um, gratifying or alleviating. I don't know what the right word is. Once the process is done, when you're seeing your baby floating on her back, breathing, crying, but alive and not drowning, it's like, oh my gosh, like that is amazing. And you know, just talking about that, I want to know who the first person is to figure that stuff out. Like when, who was the first person to say, you know what? I think this baby is old enough to start swimming. I'm going to throw it in the water and see if she can figure it out. (laughs) Who was that person? (laughs) But anyways, Jenny's got Stella at swim lessons today, so she's not with us. So back to what we were talking about, treating problems and not symptoms. We are David against Goliath. I can't say this enough. I'm going to try to say it every single episode because I want it to get beat into your head that the corporate medical system is broken. It is destroying your health care because it's insurance-based and insurance only reimburses for what they deem is medically necessary, which the vast majority of the time is not what's medically necessary, or I shouldn't have said that because a lot of times it is medically necessary. However, it's not the best intervention. How about that? There we go. One thing that I want to talk about today is perception versus reality. And the reason why I want to talk about it today because it is now officially summertime, and I love summertime for a variety of reasons. However, one of the main reasons is a very selfish reason, and it's because the schedule slows down a bit for us in the physical therapy department in the summer compared to during season when, you know, there's, it's just jamming from seven to seven, Monday through Saturday sometimes. There's no time to even breathe in season. But during the summertime, we get some breathing room. And one of the best things about having some breathing room is we get to work on each other. So in the summertime, we shoot for at least once a week at the very minimum once a month where we will test each other. 
So I will go into the PT room and one of my PTs or both of my PTs, whoever's in the room will test me. They'll say, do a squat and I'll do a squat. And I think that I'm doing a pretty darn good job. However, I can tell you this with 100% honesty that I have never, ever done it without needing to be adjusted at least just a hair. So what that's saying is my perception is telling me I'm doing this squat perfectly. I feel muscles working. Nothing's hurting. I think I'm doing a pretty darn good job. But when my PTs are looking at me doing the squat, they're like, "Ah, you need to tweak this just a hair. And I'll tweak it and I'll be like, oh my gosh, that feels like I'm crooked now. That's the most common sense that I feel. And everybody feels this or the vast majority of people feel this when we correct our clients when they come in, we're saying, no, you need to be in this position, not that position. The most common answer is, I feel crooked or no way is that straight. No way is that even. And it actually is. And this is all about your perception is your reality. So, I'm perceiving that I'm doing my squats 100% correctly. However, from an objective standpoint, somebody else watching me do it, they're going, whoa, it's not horrible, but it's not perfect. And here's the trick. Here's the key. The key to living pain-free is 100% efficiency. So when joints have 100% efficiency, meaning that there is equal support on all sides of your joint. So, 365 degrees of the joint, when you have equal support on all sides of the joint, that joint should not hurt because it's going to be supported. The knee is a perfect example. So many people have knee pain And it ultimately leads to having a knee replacement. And it's not necessary because knee pain is one of the most simplest pains to resolve. Or let me say it this way. Knee pain is one of the most simplest joints in the entire body to get rid of the pain. And the reason being is because the knee is just, it's just a a hinge joint, meaning that in general, it just bends and extends. So it bends and it straightens. It bends and it straightens. There's a little bit of torsional, rotational movements that occur, but it's minimal compared to it bending and straightening. So when somebody has knee pain, the reason why you'll have knee pain is because one side of the joint is being overworked. And it's usually because it doesn't have complete support surrounding the joint. So, the most common cause of knee pain, I'm pretty sure I've said this before on this podcast, however, I'm going to go out and say it again. The number one most common cause of knee pain is glute weakness. So, butt weakness. Your glutes are not firing, or at least they're not firing the way they should be firing, when they should be firing that way. And that leads to improper loading through the knee. Problem is, I'm going to get off on a tangent here, that you'll go to the orthopedic surgeon, they'll do an x-ray and they'll say, oh yeah, you're starting to lose your cartilage here, or it's bone on bone, or your meniscus is starting to tear. I'm not arguing that that's showing up on the x-ray or the MRI. But what I am arguing is, 
why is it happening to begin with? You know, the, the thing that nobody thinks about is when you have knee pain, why isn't it both knees hurting? And the vast majority of my clients have had knee pain over the years. It's nine times out of 10, one knee hurts and the other knee doesn't. Now, don't get me wrong. There are quite a few people that have both knees hurting. But usually, when it first starts, it's with one knee and not the other. You should be taking the equal amount of steps on one leg than than the other. So, they should be, quote unquote, wearing down equally. So, why does one knee hurt more than the other? And it comes down to perception versus reality. You're doing something different on that side than you're doing on the other side that doesn't hurt. So, to come back full circle to what I'm talking about here is I love summertime because this gives us an opportunity, me and my my PTs, gives us the opportunity to work on each other because we're constantly working on everybody else the rest of the year. So, our bodies go to crap, right? So, when we get to work on each other by the end of the summer, by the time October rolls around, I'm feeling pretty darn good. I'm feeling almost invincible. Let's start lifting some heavy weight. Let's start being athletic and go in there and have some fun, not be worried about aches and pains and things like that. Not that I worry about it anyways, but I'm just saying I just feel so much better at the end of the summer physically than I do at the beginning of the summer. And the reason is because we regularly check in with each other where at least once a month, hopefully once a week, I'll do a squat and they'll tell me how I'm wrong. I'll do a posture pose and they'll tell me how I'm doing it wrong. I'll do whatever it is, some type of functional movement, a lunge, a handstand, whatever it is. And they'll say, yeah, you're not pushing hard enough here. You're not in the right position there. And it's minimal tweaks, but it makes maximal results as far as joint stability and not having pain. That's the biggest thing, not having pain, avoiding injury. It really comes down to an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. I know everybody that's listening to this should have heard that saying before. The problem with that saying is nobody really wants to do it. You know, nobody really wants to put the time and effort in to an ounce of prevention. They'd rather just wait for it to start hurting. Okay, now I'll do it. It's hurting, so now I'll do it. It's like out of sight, out of mind. It's kind of like changing your engine oil. You know, it's very similar to changing your engine oil. If you don't change your engine oil, every recommended three or 5,000, I think some motors are going 7,000 miles now, you don't really hear a problem once you go over that barrier. So let's use 3,000 miles just for example. You're supposed to change your engine oil every 3,000 miles with the at least the old school motors and the old school engine oil. If you don't change the engine oil right at 3,000 miles, the engine does not blow up. You won't hear a difference. You won't feel a difference. Nothing changes at all. So you can keep driving thinking that there's no problem at all. And I'd be willing to bet that you could probably double it, that you could probably make it 6,000 miles without changing it and never even knowing that there's a problem. You won't see it overheat. You won't hear a noise. You won't hear anything. But there's going to get a point where maybe it's 6,500 miles, maybe it's 7,000 miles, maybe it's 9,000 miles, maybe it's 12,000 miles where something is going to happen. 
you're going to start to hear a noise. You're, it's going to start to overheat or worst case scenario, it's going to blow a rod or, you know, the, the block is going to crack. Something bad is going to happen. And usually what happens is when you take it to the mechanic, then they go, oh boy, we've got a whole list of things that need to be repaired now. When all you really needed to do was change the engine oil 3,000 miles ago or 5,000 miles ago, however long you went over the limit or the recommended time, that's all you needed to do. If you would have just did that back then, it would have taken you 30 minutes of your day and 100 or $200 to change the engine oil. And you wouldn't have had to spend $10,000 to replace the motor or 20000 whatever it is. You know, it's all relative. You get the point of what I'm trying to say here is changing your oil when it's recommended to be changed is identical to an ounce of prevention versus waiting for the engine to blow up to change the engine oil. That's a pound of cure. It's like, okay, come on now. But we, we all think that that's okay to do for our cars, but we don't think it's okay to do for our bodies. I just don't understand it. It's the same thing for a yearly checkup. After the age of 30 or 40, it's recommended that you have an annual checkup with your primary care physician every year. You go and you get your blood pressure checked, they check your cholesterol, they do your blood work, and they check all these things to say, yeah, you're doing good, crack on, or you're not doing so good and we need to address those things. That's your ounce of prevention. But when it comes to the physical component, there's nothing. I mean, there's really nothing. There's nothing in Western medicine that says you need to go see a qualified person, aka a physical therapist that's an expert in musculoskeletal pathophysiology. There's nothing that says you need to go see one of them before you have an ache or a pain. There's nothing that says you should go see a physical therapist at least once a year, regardless if you have pain or not, just to see if there's an ounce of prevention there. There's nothing that says that. And that's one thing that just drives me crazy. It's like, I just don't understand it. But at the same time, I do understand it because, you know, this is my field. This is my expertise. So I can see it. I see all these things. Every time I'm out in public, I'm, I'm always assessing somebody. Always. I never stop working. We were in Jamaica last month. And it's like, I'm watching people walk around the, the pool and I'm going, Oh, you're going to have a hip replacement. Ooh, that knee is not looking good. Oh boy, that posture is horrible. You're going to have a rotator cuff repair sooner or later. Oh man, that is not looking good there. You've got a lot wrong. That motor is about to blow up. But these people are just walking around going, yeah, life is great. I don't see any problem at all. I don't feel any problem until they do. So one thing that I would love for everybody listening to this to do is say, let me just see what they have to say. Like, what if you called us up, whether you're in Naples or not, we could do something virtually and just said, hey, just look at me and tell me, what do you think? Is there anything that I could work on? Watch me do a squat. Watch me do a lunge. Watch me do a push-up. Watch me raise my arm up over my head. 
Watch me turn my head from left to right. Um, Watch me just stand here. Is there anything that you think I could do differently? And I would be willing to bet the answer is yes. Because I have never, ever found anybody in my entire career that couldn't benefit from at least just a little tweak. The vast majority of the times, it's a big tweak that makes a significant difference that is a huge ounce of prevention that could potentially prevent a massive, massive surgery down the road, a massive, massive decline in quality of life. And it doesn't take much at all. Remember, the easiest time to fix something is before it starts to hurt. The longer you live in pain, the longer it takes to fix it. It's that simple. If you've been living with back pain for a year, it's going to take a lot longer to get rid of that back pain than if you're living with back pain for a month. It's that simple. And the reason why it is is because you develop compensatory movement patterns that just take that much longer to unlearn, right? So I don't want to keep beating this dead horse or whatever the saying is, but I do want to leave you with this, is I want you to really think about it. Even if you feel 100% right now, even if you're doing everything that you possibly want to do right now, what if there was one little thing that we could tweak right now that would make whatever you're doing 10 times better, 10 times more efficient, 10 times less likely to break you down over the next six months, 18 months, five years, however long it is. What if we could do that? Would it be worth talking to us for 30 minutes? That's the question of the day. Is an ounce of prevention really worth it? I think we're getting close to 50 episodes on this podcast now. And if you have listened to all of these episodes and you don't believe that an ounce of prevention is worth it by now, why the heck are you still listening to this podcast? Why are you listening to me rant? You just like listen to me rant every once in a while, especially when Jenny's not here. I get on my soapbox and start going off crazy. (laughs) Uh, But either way, just think about it ounce of prevention. It's summertime right now. No easier time to fix something than before the engine blows up. We get our engine oil changed regularly so that we prevent the engine from blowing up. We go to our primary care physician at least once a year for an annual checkup just so something doesn't blow up. Why don't we go to a physical therapist once a year, even if we don't have pain, just to make sure or at least give it the best chance of having something not blow up. All right, I'm leaving you with that. Until next time, like Jenny says, ciao for now. Thank you for subscribing on your social media and podcast platforms to The Berman Method. Dr. Jake Berman with Berman Physical Therapy and Jenny Berman Physician Assistant with Berman Health and Wellness. You can find more information on our website, www.bermanpt.com for physical therapy, bermanpt.com forward slash wellness for the health and wellness. You can also find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and on your 
podcast platform. So be sure to follow us, like us, subscribe to us. And if you would like any further information, definitely visit our website and reach out to us. You may also find our free reports on the websites as well, where you can download this free information for yourself. Have a great day.